Welcome to Grown and Sexy Sisters Talk. This is real conversation for real women about real life. Today, I have the pleasure of sharing episode number two of Nights at the Roundtable. During this episode, my grown and sexy friends and I will be discussing self-care. Many of you have been asking for this info, so I thought it was about time we talked about it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy episode number two of Nights at the Roundtable. Much love, be blessed, and stay grown and sexy, sisters. We'll speak soon. Hey, ladies. Say hello. Hey. So welcome to Grown and Sexy Sisters Talk. This is Nights at the Roundtable, episode two. This time we decided to go live so everyone can join us. We got a smaller group. It's a more intimate setting this time. (laughs) However, we got some powerful voices in the room. And we're ready to get it. So this time, we decided to choose the topic right before we logged in because we were trying to make it spontaneous. All right. Right? So (laughs) we're trying to do something a little different. And we're going to talk about self-love. Self-care. Self-care. She was like, is it (laughs) self-love? Self-care. We're going to talk about self-care. So we have Dr. Tanya in the house again. Dr. Tanya Featherstone, she's our in-house psychologist. And we have my lovely entrepreneur friend, Miss Theta, in the house. Say good evening. Hi. And I'm your grown and sexy sister mama, Nisi Gale. So I don't have any pre-scheduled questions, so I'm feeling a little weird about this. Okay. Normally I have my questions. You're going to let it flow. Yeah, but I said, you know what? I'm just going to let it flow. We got the, look, we had our little Moscato. (laughs) So, you know, what happens when you have the Moscato, you really be letting it flow. So, let's talk about self-care. So, you mentioned that you have, the month of March, you have a self-care challenge going Mm -hmm. on. So, tell us about that. What's that all about? Right. So, um, every month we do different monthly challenges, and Mm -hmm. they're all around wellness, so some aspect of wellness. Mm -hmm. And so, March, we chose self-care. So, typically, you know how... January, everybody sort of makes their New Year's resolution. Yeah. And we all say, oh, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And, you know, the truth of the matter is within 30 days, we've usually dropped it, right? So by the time you get to... Or 15 days. Yeah. (laughs) I was trying to be generous. By 15 days, days, I'm done with the resolution. Well... So, you know, usually we drop it fairly quickly. Yeah. And then by the time you get to March, it's a long, distant, forgotten kind of thing that we said we were going to do. So we chose March to be self-care month as sort of like a reminder. So we thought that would be a good month to remind people to you know, take care of themselves um, and to sort of figure out what it is. So even yeah. in the, the groups that I do every other week with teachers, mm-hmm. that's the question that came up when we were talking about it this week, actually, was someone said, well, what is self-care? Well, does this count as self-care? Does yeah. that count? So I think even just figuring out what it is, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a big question mark for some people. Right. So, And that's what I was going to say. So... And I didn't even have a pen because I was going to take notes. I'm, I'm so used to like doing this note-taking <laughs> thing. So I was going to ask you, self-care. So what, what does that include? Because sometimes you hear someone say self-care. You may be thinking about hygiene, like mm-hmm. self-care. Right. Wash my hair and put That's some, one of the some stuff, you know, up. some yep. skincare products. Mm-hmm. But getting your nails done. Getting your nails done. Like However, it goes <laughs> deeper than that, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And so there's levels to that. And I think that's probably... 
um, it probably touches on some of the things that we talked about in the podcast too, about right. the mental health, taking mm-hmm. care of our mental health. Right. All right, so let's break this down. So self care. When we say self care, what do you what do you include? What does it include? So I think the most basic thing is any act or any action that you take to better your own personal well-being okay so if as like the the baseline for it that's what i always say to people Mm -hmm. before we get into like categorizing things and say oh it's this or it's not this right but it's like when you think about it that's an easy way to think about it is this something that i'm doing to better my own personal well-being Okay. Or is it just something that I just routinely do because I like, you know, that mm-hmm. type of thing. So I think okay. if you think about it that way first, mm-hmm. it's easier for people to figure out, mm-hmm. you know, does this thing that I'm doing um, categorize as self-care? Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, it's one of those things where it's, I've struggled with it for years. I'm the world's worst when it comes out. I really am. It's, it's those, you know, it's like doctors, teachers, social workers, you know, all those people. The people who take care of us be, exactly. don't take care of themselves. No, nope. nurses, they tend to be the yeah. worst. And, right. which, is the women, which is a women's issue. Women, too, yes, right? Okay. Absolutely. For sure. Right. Because we're caretakers. Okay. We're, you know, we've been groomed mm-hmm. to care for everyone except for ourselves. Right. So it's hard when we, you know, you want to turn it around on yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we feel like it's selfish. Yeah. yeah. And we've actually been taught, you know, if you want to do this, this, and this, and and if you do it um, instead of something else for someone else, or, mm-hmm. you know, you always have to fit, you know, factor in everybody else. Right. And you really don't. It's like you, it's like the whole thing, you know, that you get on the, um, and this is always the analogy that I use with people is what they tell you, tell us when we're flying. When the flight attendant stands yeah. up and does her little spiel, right. then the very first thing that she says is when this, you know, oxygen mask drops down, the first thing you need to do is put your own, even if, and they're very specific to say, right. even yes. if there's a child sitting next to you. Right, of course. Now, why would that, you know, right. why, why would you do that? Because if you, if you don't save yourself, you won't be you able to save, save that child, even yeah. if that's your child that's mm-hmm. sitting there. Yeah. So it's the same kind of thing with us mm-hmm. as women, mothers, you know, if you right. don't ever do anything for yourself, yeah. how do you have anything to give to somebody else? Yeah. You really don't. You don't. And and I'm glad you brought that up because I've heard that multiple times. And just to let you guys know, these topics were topics that um, we have multiple topics that the ladies in my um, Grown Up Sexy Sisters Women, Women's Empowerment Group had brought to my attention. Like, these are the things that we want to talk about. And it was a resounding self-care, mm-hmm. you know, because we, I think, you know, as a community of women, we recognize, mm-hmm. you know, that this is a huge issue for us, which, which kudos to us because now we realize it, right? Right. Because our mothers definitely didn't, and, I, and, and our grandmothers, they didn't. No. They didn't. Really they didn't. just kept going until they couldn't go anymore. Mm-hmm. And no one really... No one really talked to them about this. You know, it wasn't a, a topic that was mentioned. It was kind of a, even with self-care and, and, and taking care of their mental health, definitely did. That was not something that, no. we, we not, we don't take that off the table because that wasn't even, <laughs> that wasn't even, they weren't talking about but that. like going to the medical doctor regularly, getting checkups, eating healthy, exercising, like right. none of those yeah. things were things that I saw my mother do. All I saw my mother do was Work, 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 yep. work, 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 then yep. come home, slay for us, work, 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 yeah, you know, yeah. maybe have a couple people over the house and party or something, but other than that, it wasn't no, you know, self-care routine at all. Right. Yeah. 
What do you What do you think? That's the absolute truth. I mean, my mother even admitted to me that. Um, you know, just personal fitness, mm-hmm. you know, as big as personal mm-hmm. fitness is yeah. today, yeah, that yeah. was not a thing, no. no. you know, no. when she was um, in her 20s and 30s, right, you know, and 40s, and it's like, you know, nobody told me, right. you know, I needed to do all of these things, right. you know, so that, you know, certain things right. wouldn't happen later of course. on. No one told right. her that because right. that right. just wasn't right. a thing. Man, right, right, you know, and no wonder, you know, based on that, no wonder we have so many issues with what we talked about on the podcast: high blood pressure, right. diabetes, strokes. You know, all of these things are in a huge issue in our community. Right. You know, and and now, and here's the thing: now the stuff is available to us, right? But it's generational, right? And mm-hmm. so, I didn't see my mother doing this, so I don't need to do it. And I think that some people do kind of like in the back of their minds, like. Eh, I really need to do something about this but mm-hmm. the, the motivation isn't there mm-hmm. you know well I'm like this my mom was like this my aunt is like this my family is like this so this is how it is mm-hmm. right and it's hard to make it a priority I think mm-hmm. you know yes. working for me is a priority because just like you said I grew up with a grandmother who worked who you know and I took so many of my characteristics from her right that's often what we do right then it's like you know i will when i'm making my schedule 90 percent of it is work-related things it's mm-hmm. not um you know even putting me on the schedule wasn't a thing until mm-hmm. more recently for me because what i realized is you know we live and die by the phone we live and yes, die by, by you know our calendars and things like that mm-hmm. and so what i realized for me was I go by that calendar every day. Mm-hmm. So I'm checking, I'm a to-do list kind of person. So I'm checking off the boxes. You mm-hmm. know, I got all kinds of to-do apps and that kind of thing. Yeah. So I'm checking off the boxes every day. Mm-hmm. But, and, and you know, I would always say to myself, okay, so, you know, I need to, to do something for myself. I have yeah. to start to institute things, you know, that are self-care practices so that I stay less stressed, so that I'm healthier, right. all those kinds of things. And so it's one thing for me to say it and then decide, you know, this is something that I want to add. Mm-hmm. But then it comes to, well, when, the when, where, and how, mm-hmm. you know, are you going to do it? Yes. Um, and so for me, because every day I would go through those things that were on my to-do list, mm-hmm. that was never on there. So I get to the end of the day. Some days I feel really accomplished and think, well, I got a lot done. Other I, days, I checked all my boxes. Right, right. Uh, I, never all of them. You, I, Majority I, of them. I wish. I checked a lot of boxes. I checked a lot. There were days when I was like, I checked off a lot of boxes. I checked a lot of boxes. But again, I would feel tired, drained by the end of the week. It's that constant sort of grind mentality that we have. Like we've right. all been trained to, to grind and to grind yeah. hard. Yeah. Um, and so when you do that six days a week, you know, there's no, it's like, by the time you get to that seven day, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. like, I'm like, God, I rested. I want, you know, I want yeah. to self care. What I'm sleep. Right. I'm trying to yeah. just, you know, yeah, rejuvenate yeah. myself yes. on that seventh day. Or we were taught to go to church on the seventh day, mm-hmm. you know, again, but it, so for me, it, it boiled down to, okay, if I'm actually going to do something with this, I have to put me on this list. I have to be on a to-do list. Yeah. 
and I have to. And at first I thought, okay, that's a bit much because you're scheduling in. But I was like, yeah. I'm scheduling everything else. You, absolutely. So why not? And so that's what I started doing. So it started with just me putting myself on the list somewhere. Mm-hmm. But then you know what happens with our to-do list. It grows. It like, grows. Because every day somebody grows. calls you in the morning, you add two or three things. <laughs> and so yeah. what's a priority? The mm-hmm. things where people were calling me saying, oh, I need this. Did you get this email about this? I have to do this. Right. You know, even my wife saying, oh, we need to, you know, this needs to be fixed at the house. Or right. we need to do whatever. Yeah. And so you start rearranging things. Yeah. And then it starts slipping, you know, lower and lower on the list until it still didn't get done. Yeah. So now my thing is to put it first. It's at the top of the list. Right. I, because, again, that's putting yourself first. Right. Um, so it's at the, even if it's something small, mm-hmm. like just my daily routine, um, every morning giving myself some quiet time mm-hmm. to, to meditate and to sip on my tea and to just be. Right. Well, and for me, that's huge. For me to right. start my day that way, mm-hmm. it's huge because I'm usually starting it, checking off that list and doing, I have to do this and I have to do that. Right. So that's how it started for me was just small like that. I'm mm-hmm. just saying every morning, the first thing I'm going to do is something for me. Mm-hmm. And I love this chai tea, so I'm going to make it every single morning. <laughs> I don't care what time. Right. I don't care where I have to be. If I have to be somewhere early, you know, I'm going to get up a little earlier. But I'm going to carve out this. And again, it started out as like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's grown. My wife the other day was saying, she was like, oh, my God. You um you meditate for like an hour. You still in here? She was like coming at the door. You still? In? I'm like yes, I'm still in here. So now it is close to like 45 minutes. Um, but it's 45 minutes of me time. Um, you know, in the morning. Right. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I didn't mean to distract no, you. But she right. she got this fancy pen, honey. I don't even know how to work this pen. Oh my god, what this is? This is nice, honey. You you might not take this one home with you. All right. Sorry about that. So. Absolutely, and, and and so I was, I got the pen because I got to do notes. I was, to pen, not to. Right. I was trying not to, but because, you know, I forget stuff. I'm 46, oh, by the way. I got my fan, okay, because I be having the little moments in here. Look, a few minutes ago, I was like, oh, my God, is it hot in here? They were like, no. <laughs> they was like, uh, no, it's not hot. And I was like, girl, I feel like somebody put me in the oven. So, and along with that, I can't remember stuff. So I, I have two things that I wanted to mention um, because most of you know or may not know that that I'm, I'm a coach, right? And, mm-hmm. and so I do personal coaching and executive coaching. And I also coach people who are trying to start their own businesses and things like okay. that. And so one of the things that we talked about, well, a couple of things, and I'm glad that you mentioned that, you know, here's the thing about self-care. First of all, you have to recognize that you need it, mm-hmm. which I think we all do. And then you have to recognize that you must make it important, right? You must make it a priority. That's what you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And you have to also recognize, <clears throat> like you said, you mentioned that we grind. We've been taught to grind, 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 mm-hmm. grind. However, what we're doing is grinding ourselves away. right out of existence. <laughs> like a pencil. Yeah, I was just thinking okay. that. I was like, like an eraser. Like an eraser. You erase you erase you, right. We are grind. We are literally grinding ourselves mm-hmm. out of existence mm-hmm. okay and so and i recognize that i talk about this i'm transparent mm-hmm. i talk about this in the podcast and everything because i had gotten too stressed out to a point where i was having panic attacks and things like that and i'm mm-hmm. like what the hell is going on right i don't know anything about this i never saw this happen with anyone i know right. what the hell is going on with me but i had kept going and kept going because surely i'm a strong person 
Okay. Right. Nobody right. can't tell me I'm not Miss Miss Superwoman. Okay. So I'm just going to keep going. I got the weight of the world on my shoulders. I have right. all of these personal things I'm dealing with. I have all of these work things that I'm dealing with. I'm not exercising. I'm eating okay, but I'm not eating the best. I'm definitely not getting any rest because I'm stressed. Okay. So I'm up half the night. I'm grinding my teeth. I keep good poor dentist. I'm wearing him out. I keep going. My teeth hurt. He's like, are you grinding your teeth in the middle of the night? Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't know. you like, I'm sleeping. Oh, by the way, that's called bruxism. And bruxism is when you have high anxiety. Mm -hmm. yes. So much so that in the middle of the night, all you do is grind your teeth. And you literally grind your teeth down to, you know, where yes. you have to get them filled and things. Yes. That was, all of this was going yes. on. Okay. And so finally, when I, when I, this is what happened. I'm going to tell this story. And I hope the girl at Burlington Co. Factory is not watching this because <laughs> she was a part of this, the, the moral of this story. So one day I went into the Burlington Co. Factory up there, Security Boulevard. Mm -hmm. Don't even know. I, just, I like to go in there because they had little jewelry and things. So I went into Burlington Co. I was in a, I was in a mood. Don't ask me why I was in a mood. I can't even tell you. It was just one of those days where nobody, nobody better not get in my way kind of day. I get in this girl's line. And she was having a day too. Uh -oh. Okay. So she having a day and I'm having a day. And she was like incredibly rude to the person in front of me. Now I got offended that she was being rude to the person in front else. of me. Okay? okay. So by the time it got to me, I was already ready for her. Right? <laughs> so I don't even know what she said, but whatever she said, it was right. That was it. You didn't even hear that it. That was it. I don't even remember what she said. All I know. Was she said something and I said something and before I knew it, here come the security get ready, put me out in the Burlington Coat Factory. Oh, no. security. Yes, ma'am. They said, You came in here fighting the people behind the register because I'm like, come around this register. What you gonna do? Come around this register. Oh it, ain't nothing but a Look, it ain't nothing but a short walk. Come around here. You go in the Burlington Coat Factory. Now ask me what that girl did. I cannot tell you. But that's how it, it was a hair trigger. Mm -hmm. I had gotten myself right. stressed to the point right. where you couldn't say nothing to me. Right. It didn't matter. Yeah. Right. And, and I even said, how may I help you? Right. Or it wouldn't matter. Yeah. And I said, and, and the person that I was dating at the time was like, you did what? <laughs> well, what did she say? I said, I don't know what she said. But the point is, blah, 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 blah. And he was like... And I said afterwards, after his reaction and my kind of going back, because I'm a, a self-reflective person, so mm -hmm. even though I was all wired up crazy, I, I look back at that situation, and I look back at a lot of other things that were going on, and me just being angry for no reason. And I said, you know what? Something is going on here, mm -hmm. and I need to fix this, or else I am going to literally, I felt like I was going to blow, mm -hmm. like, Explode like yeah. just come. What is it? Spontaneously combust, mm -hmm. right? And so that it shouldn't happen. Like we shouldn't get ourselves to the point where we are just well before we recognize right. we gotta take care of ourselves. You know that that was the manifestation of things that had been going on for years. Mm -hmm. That I was the strong woman. I got this. That you can handle it. Brush it off my shoulders. I got this because I'm a strong woman. My mother was a strong woman. That's what I'm My mother was a strong woman. She she handled everything. I can handle this. We can handle this. Until I almost like literally got locked up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so 
Number one, recognizing that we need it. Number two, making a real genuine plan to do something about it. You know, don't let it, don't let it get to the point where you are beyond help. And then you go. We can talk about the medical part. Obviously, we need to go and get our checkups and things like that. That, that, is, right. a, that, is, a major, that is a major part of the self-care. However, the mental part, the physical part, how are we eating? Are we exercising? Um, another thing I was going to say is I was, I'm, I'm reading this book now through Audible because literally like reading a book, mm-hmm. who has time for that? So we, I do Audible. Right, right. I like Audible. Okay. So I'm, list, I'm reading this book called <clears throat> The Miracle Morning. Mm-hmm. You, have you heard of it by Hal yeah. Elrod or something mm-hmm. like that? And this guy's—I mean, he went through some some terrible things. He got into this massive accident. He died three times at the scene. He went through all of these yeah. things, and he talked about perspective number one. And he talked about how he, after all those things happened, he decided he wanted to make a change in his life and do things to inspire and help other people. And one of the things he he realized is that he had all of these things he wanted to do. He just couldn't find the time to get them done. So he came up with this very simple thing. I'm going to get up one hour earlier in the morning and I'm going to do all of these things. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to write in my gratitude journal. I'm going to do some exercise. You can do 20 minutes of exercise in the morning. You can write 10 minutes in your journal. You can meditate for 10 minutes and you can make yourself some breakfast before you go to work. Right? However, coming back to the people that I've been coaching... I say to what I say to women. I said, "Okay, so, are you willing to look at this in a different way? Are you willing to do something? Are you willing to do something different?" Well, I've tried <laughs> this, 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 this. I've tried this, 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 and I say, "How's it working for you?" Well, I say, "Okay." So it's not working. <laughs> we understand right. that's not working for you because you're not working now. Right. What are you going to do differently? Are you willing to get up an hour earlier in the morning to, to do, okay, not an hour. How about 30 minutes? Well, I never really thought about it, but think about it in a different way. Look at it from another perspective outside the box. The things that we're doing are not working for us, right? And so if you take a look at people, like I'll see some people, I don't know about you, but sometimes I'll be out in the morning, you know, doing an errand or whatever on the way to work. And I see these happy little people jogging, jogging all down the street. <laughs> that be, that be, look, that be, yes. jog, look, and, and it could be two degrees outside. They jogging with their little air muffs on. Right. right. And I'm thinking, God, they got some serious dedication. Serious. But they out there. Right. And they do not let any extreme circumstance stop them from what they've been determined to do, which is I'm going to get this exercise. I don't care what's going on outside. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. So it's a matter of perspective and changing your mind about it and stop talking about it mm-hmm. and actually put something into action and say, you know what? I'm going to make a change. Not tomorrow, not next week, today. And what I also say to the women that I coach is, You want to make a change? You're not going to lose 50 pounds tomorrow. Okay? Get that out your mind. Mm -hmm. But what can we do to start small? How about you focus on losing one pound? Mm -hmm. You can do that. Just changing one thing that you eat. Or change one thing. Right. 
I used to drink no water almost. And, and all Pepsi. I mean, that, right. was, that was my drink of choice. Of course. I was always drinking Pepsi. And uh, as Americans, and we started exactly a lot of that. One thing, when right. the, the nutritionist was like, well, you don't drink any one. I was like, every now and then I'll have, right. you know, a little water here and there. But, mm-hmm. And so she was like, okay, you know, you know, kidneys, you this mm-hmm. going to be an issue at some mm-hmm. point. And so, but I, you know, I was at that point where I was like, is it like cold turkey let me just get and she was like no that's not what i asked you right so she was like so how many and it boiled down to how many pepsis do you drink in a week i was like i don't know so she was like all right well take a week and figure it out mm-hmm. so i figured it out it was an unusual amount of pepsi did y'all hear her say it was an unusual was amount of pepsi, a lot of pepsi. <laughs> That's okay, because you you in America. That's why Pepsi is a multi-billion dollar. Exactly. <laughs> and so it started with that. It was like, right. okay, can you go from X amount to, can you take, you know, two or three out in a week? Right. Oh, sure. I can, you know, I could do that. All right. So, and that was pretty much how it went. And I don't drink Pepsi, and I don't drink soda at all anymore. Yeah. And happened for like six or seven years. Yeah. But it started out with just that simple thing of saying, okay, can we step it down and not do as much as you've been doing? Mm-hmm. And then it went from stepping it down to, okay, is there something that you like to taste so that you can replace it with? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, that's healthier than, you know, what you're doing. Because my replacement would have been sweet tea, which isn't any better. <laughs> but she was like, no, that doesn't work. Still, <laughs> still all this added sugar. Okay. okay. Like, no, that doesn't work. So we went with uh, vitamin water. Right. Which, again, Again, is is a little better than Pepsi, mm-hmm. but we went from that to then um, you know sugar free types of drinks. But it was a gradual step down, so mm-hmm. it wasn't one of those things that because for most of this stuff we can't. The reality is we can't do it overnight. No, like and there is no quick fix for it. Like no. if I had thought about that seven years ago and somebody had said, oh, do you, you know, there's a quick fix for you not consuming all this soda. Again, it, it wasn't that. I thought they were crazy. Mm-hmm. But I think that's one of the things is for that kind of thing, we want it fast. Mm-hmm. But it's like I didn't become addicted because right. literally I was. Right. Um, you know, to Pepsi overnight. Right. That's something that happened over years of, right. of drinking it to the point right. where I really just wasn't paying attention anymore to the right. amount that I was consuming. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, it's, it's small steps starting with one thing. Um, and I think when you say like the, the whole lose, you know, cause we do that so often they lose 20 pounds, lose 30, you know, mm-hmm. 50, but it's like, that's such a huge, you know, goal right. and you'll get right. to that if you just change. Cause it's all about changing either what you're eating, what you're drinking, mm-hmm. um, the amount of exercise you're getting something, mm-hmm. but it's like, if you make a change in one of those things, mm-hmm. then it'll move you towards that, mm-hmm. you know, ultimate goal of, of what you want. Same thing right. with your stress level. Right. And whatnot. It's like if we want to be less stressed, then we have to look at what's stressing. What's stressing us out? Right? It's like what because what stresses me out may not stress you out. Right. So we gotta look individually and say, okay, well, when I feel really overwhelmed and stressed, what right. what's going on? What right. kind of things are making me feel this way? Right. And can I eliminate one of these things? Can I right. reduce one of these things? Right. And and we have to be honest with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. just let's just say that because people will, you know, in my experience. You know, well, you know, he did that. The person at my job did that. And this one made me angry. And this one did this. And this one did that. And very rarely will I come across a person who is self-reflective and say, you know what? I had a hand in this. You know, that is the, that, that is the key. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I had a hand in this. Responsibility. Take responsibility for what it is that you're going through, what it is the challenges that you're facing. If you're overweight, take responsibility for that. Own that. I'm 197 pounds right now, and I don't like it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't take a lot of weight. Let's stop. I did that. Or whatever. I did that. Right, so it's right. you can't really blame that on somebody else. Yeah. So stop complaining. Hi. Stop complaining. Stop complaining about all of the things that are not right with you. My health is not right. My weight is not right. My relationship is not right. My job is not right. All these things are not right. But have you ever taken that time to really think about, can it be all those things? <laughs> or you think it might be? I ain't gonna say it. I'm gonna say, can it be? You? Could it be? Could it be? You? It could be. Me? If everything around you is wrong, <laughs> everything, and all day, every day, huh? The common denominator. The common denominator. <laughs> Is you. You touched all those things. And listen, self-reflection is a bitch. I say that all the time. That's my favorite thing to say. Self-reflection is a bitch. To sit down and think about where you went wrong, how you screwed things up, and how it could possibly be your fault is a very difficult thing to do. And it takes a very grown woman, grown and sexy sister. Mm -hmm. Hello. That's why one of the reasons why I named the business what I did. It takes a grown woman to sit down and think about what did I do to contribute to this and how can I fix it, right? What do you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. I was looking for um, the, uh, a couple of things that, um, you know, I saved that really spoke to me in this particular subject. Okay. Um, so there are a couple of things that even as we're sitting here talking that I'm thinking about, Mm -hmm. and one of them is that, um, saying no Mm. is part of self care. Yes. Because. Hallelujah to that. What you are doing. (laughs) Hallelujah to that. When you don't, uh, practice self care and Mm -hmm. take care of yourself, what you're literally doing is allowing yourself to be abused. Right. Oh yeah, and sometimes yeah. it is at your Being own a hands, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and sometimes it is at the hands of others. But you've allowed it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So you have to think about how um, you know there are some things that if we didn't do these things for our children, mm-hmm. we would be considered neglectful, abusive mm-hmm. parents. Yeah. But yet. Yeah. It's okay for us not to do them for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's deep. That's a great point. I like that. Yeah. Why? That's, that's deep. Point. Yeah. Why? Right. So, you know, even self-care goes back to really focusing on your self-worth, mm-hmm. you know, valuing, you know, yourself. What value do you place on yourself? Mm-hmm. And it's amazing because I'm sitting here listening to all of these things about self-care and reflecting on the things that are already being said. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking about how when you allow negative self-care, right? When your self-care account is in the red. Depleted. Okay? <laughs> it is more than depleted. When you are in the negative. Okay? In the negative. Right. Because you're giving out like everything. Mm-hmm. It starts to bleed over into other areas of your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Like, I'm an entrepreneur. Mm. You said mm-hmm. that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. 
placing someone else's need mm-hmm. to um, uh, make their financial stuff and their needs work, yeah. when you place that mm-hmm. above your need mm-hmm. to make your business work, right? that's when you don't um, put the correct valuation mm-hmm. on the things that you do or the things that you produce. Right. Okay. That even goes into mm-hmm. self-care. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Is the success or failure or the how about even the continued existence of my business mm-hmm. important enough mm-hmm. to me right. that I put other people in the position of having to recognize, listen, this, this is what, what I do is worth. Right. And if it's not worth Ooh, it to yeah. you. Yes, honey. You bring it up a whole different. If it's Ooh, not worth it deep. to you. Yes. So this was the quote. I like it. That um, I read just today. Mm-hmm. One of the most important things <clears throat> that I learned is that selfish people will not care if you are busy, tired, overwhelmed, under the weather, or just unable because telling them no is just an excuse for you not to give them what they want from Mm -hmm. you, right? So basically, in a nutshell, no one is going to care about your well-being like you. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that you have to then be selfish Right, because there's a balance that you have to strike between, mm-hmm. um, you know, putting God first and then my family and mm-hmm. then, you know, work and mm-hmm. all of these things and putting them in the right perspective and taking care of you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I have um, some people who, um, we all have those people who mm-hmm. put themselves before everybody mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and everything, mm-hmm. okay, they mm-hmm. the opposite of <laughs> not doing right self care. Oh, they gonna take care of them, right? Now, not only are they gonna take care of them, but they gonna make sure they can get you to take care of them, right? Right? Is that now? Is, that, is that selfish? Is that, is that is that's what I was gonna yeah, say. That's so the question. They are, and here's the thing. I think because you really are hitting on some great stuff. Oh yeah, because that's bringing me to I my like next you. point. When you yes. think about, like, there are like times it. when people will come to us and they ask for things and my wife is famous for saying, you know, this whole quote about a closed mouth doesn't get fed. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people come to us, they make requests and they ask us, you know, for certain things. Now it's up to us, just like you said at the beginning, to say yes or to say no. Right. Because we're all personally responsible for our own self-care. Right. And for our own self-worth. Mm-hmm. So if Gail comes to me and she's asking me for certain things because there are things that she deems that she needs. Right. It's not necessarily selfish that she's coming at. Because if I keep saying yes. Right. Then it's not selfish on her part. She just knows and understands where she can get her needs met. Right. <laughs> and yeah. Exactly. And it's yeah. me over and over, over and over and over again. Because yeah. I don't have the ability to say no. Right. So, again, I think it goes back to us, that personal responsibility, mm-hmm. which you said in the beginning, that we all have to be responsible and nobody is going to care for our own personal well-being mm-hmm. as well as we will. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it is... Um, 
Uh, how can I put that? Um, so that's a personal conversation. You're right because are are they wrong for asking when mm -hmm. they've already found out that a perfect place to get their needs met mm -hmm. is is coming to you? Um, so I guess to a certain extent, they're not necessarily wrong for asking until they are aware, very aware that you are what was on that list, unable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Too tired, mm -hmm. already overwhelmed, mm -hmm. previously engaged, mm -hmm. um, all of those things. Right. And yet you still want for your priority to be my priority. Mm -hmm. Or even worse, your emergency to now be my priority. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So the question is, do you right. say yes? Do, do you say yes? Mm -hmm. so, so when they come and you're tired and you're overwhelmed and you're all of those things... Do you still say yes? No, I don't. You have to understand that saying no is not a failure on your part. It's not. There you go. Because again, it's you went right back around to that personal right. responsibility. Because right. even right. though we can say harsh things about them for, because you said, well, they're aware. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing. Like, I used to be so like this when I wouldn't necessarily speak up for what it was that I needed. But then I would be upset and kind of bitter with people mm -hmm. when they didn't know. Right. You know, someone said to right. me, well, right. I can't read your mind. Right. Yeah. So if Absolutely. you never said, because I'm assuming, well, can't you see how tired I am? <laughs> can't you see that I'm yes. overwhelmed? Yes. Can't you see that yes. I don't have money? Can't mm -hmm. you see right. that I'm struggling? Mm -hmm. So, you know, in my mind, I'm like, well, they ought to be able to see all of it. But yes. if I never said, said it, yeah, exactly. then we're making a huge assumption. assumption. That they know when right. again, if they're focused on them and getting their needs met, they may not see right. that you're tired, that you're overwhelmed, yeah. that you don't, unless you say it. Right. So you got to come out and say, you know what? No. And, you know, and you can, because again, our thing is no is a complete sentence. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to say anything after no, that. Because no, because we feel like we have no, to justify Right, and, and there's some people no. who really expect it's what like, is coming after that. Yeah, no. and they're yeah. not taking the that, and they're exactly. not taking the no unless what comes after that is acceptable. Right, right. And you will when you first start to do it, you just think, oh, can you help me with no? And people just kind of look like, well, what do you mean no? Like, no. she just say, like, well, where's the? It's amazing. And it's like there is no extra that's coming. No, it's, it's just no. So now let's expand upon that. We're going to really expand upon that. Okay. We can, we, we ain't going to go to an hour this time, but we're going to expand upon that. So that's part of my experience, <laughs> part of my experience and part of being the coach is helping people to understand. And this, and all of the things that I talk about are things I learned through my own experience. Mm -hmm. I research mm -hmm. a lot. I read a lot. You know, I'm into this stuff. So this is how I found out through my own experience. Part of that, the issue that we have as a society and not just as women, as people, as human beings, mm -hmm. is the fear of being judged. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. So if we can work on the fear of being judged, if we can eliminate that, we will eliminate a lot of that lack of self-care, right? Because taking on extra responsibility at work. Well, we don't know what our bosses going to say or how they're going to feel. What they going to think about me if I don't work these extra hours? Or, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, cousin, neighbors, aunties. They ask me to do such and such and such, but I don't want to tell them no because I don't want to hurt them, their feelings and I don't want them to think that I am not A, B, C, X, Y, Z. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, it's all about the fear of being judged by other people. Okay. So when you, when you eliminate that fear, 
right? And this is taking me some time, okay? So if anybody wants to wonder why the hair was long and now the hair was short, mm -hmm. that was a part of it, right? Because the fear of being judged. The fear of being judged. Mm -hmm. Do we take these wigs off? I was just watching the Real Housewives of Atlanta the other day, mm -hmm. and um, Nene had this buy wig party, and everybody had to show up with their natural hair into this to this thing in her house. Um. And baby, these women were struggling. Okay, <laughs> they was like, "You want me to do what? You want me to leave my wig at home? Because you know they be fabulous. Right, right. You know they Fab be, right, they yeah, be hundred percent right. fabulous. They right. be they be movie star red carpet fabulous. Hello, honey. They they you want me to show up with my what? They came in there like. Mad girl faces alone, like Lord, just natural hair. The fear of being judged. When I let go of the fear of being judged, it was a marvelous thing. It was a marvelous thing because now I don't care what you think about me if I say no. Because guess what? The experiment, and, and you know this, you study psychology. So one of the things that they teach in in in, in psychology, and in, in my doctor actually turned me on to this, but I've read about it before. They do this experiment with the psychology students and they I don't know if they do it anymore because now we got the 9-11 and stuff this this would be a little bit too weird to do now <laughs> but back then they did this experiment where they would have the psychology students go in to a very crowded place maybe in the middle of New York or something in a very busy restaurant or something and they would say to them this is what I want what you to you do, do. Mm -hmm. I want you to get up on a chair every 10 minutes and announce the time as loud as you can it is 9.50 p.m. And sit down in the chair. And every 10 minutes, I want you to do that. And I want to know what happens. Because most people be like, I'm not doing that. These people won't think I'm crazy. <laughs> but at the end of this experiment, what they found out is that most people didn't even, the first time they did it, they looked at them like, and the next time, and the next time, and the next time, mm -hmm. They had phased it out. Right, they had phased Nobody's paying attention. They went on. So at the end of the day, is it that we are afraid of stepping on people's toes, making them upset, being judged? What are they going to think about me? Blah, blah, blah. Is that the reason why we're not doing more things to take care of ourselves? You know? Because for me now, and this is something literally the last year that I've been home being reflected on everything... This is something that I have to work, and I still work on this, because I am always like, oh my God, this person's going to be mad at me if I don't do this. Mm -hmm. and, oh, this but what I realize now, once I start putting this thing in action, putting that no in action, mm -hmm. guess what? <laughs> Having nobody left my circle. Exactly. Having nobody <laughs> quit me. <laughs> I still got my boyfriend. <laughs> this is still, life is good. I still got my job. My children still love me. Mm -hmm. I mean, Christmas come, we used to spend thousands of dollars on gifts. Oh, everything, give me a list. We're going to get you everything on the list because surely you would not be a well-rounded individual if we don't get you everything you've asked for. Now, here I am. Listen, I, here's this gift card for $50. Mm -hmm. Do with it what you, you will. will. Have fun. Have Merry fun. Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I'm going over here and drinking a glass of wine. That's the end of the conversation. And it took me a long time to get there. Because I, oh my God, they're going to be so angry at me. Because what would they think of me if I don't buy them a big gift? And, you know, but that was like stressing me the hell out. Putting me in debt. Mm -hmm. How many Americans mm -hmm. go into, into debt for Christmas? 
And then in January, February, March, April, the bills rolling in. Now we look a crazy and crying because now we don't went into debt for things that it's just stuff. But why are we doing that? That's all. All of this is a part of self care. Yeah, the financial piece is definitely all a part of, of it. Self care, exactly. Yeah. But don't worry about being judged. Making a different change, you know. Getting up earlier, thinking about things from a different perspective. At the end of the day, it's all about perspective. You know, how am I going to look at this? Am I going to continue to be the person who is always complaining, excuse me, always complaining about I'm sick, I'm broke down, I'm tired, I'm this, I'm that. Or am I going to be the person that says, okay, I got all of these things. Now, what am I going to do about it? Okay. I got five things that's going wrong. I'm going to get five things that's that's, going to counteract that. You know, this is what we have to do with self-care. And and I believe that, you know, everyone who has asked me about it, I appreciate the feedback. But I believe that at the end of the day, these are all things. We live in the internet age. You know, anything at the, at the tip of your fingers, you can find out anything that you want right. to find out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's a trillion apps on there that's going to right. teach you how to track your food, how to do your workout, <laughs> how to do everything. Right? Yep. So is it about the fact that you don't have access to the information or is it about the fact that you are not ready and willing to take the steps to take that next move? And if you're not, it's okay. We're not going to judge you for it. Right. But you have to make a different decision. You know? And, and it starts with today. What one thing mm-hmm. can you do? I mean, going back to that one thing. Don't what one thing? Just one thing. What one thing can you do? When I talk to my clients, what one thing can you do today what can you commit to doing differently today? Take one step in the direction of where you want to go. And I trust you, once you take the one step, you're going to be like, is this all there was to it? Man, that felt good. Let me go ahead and take this mm-hmm. next step. You know, the fear of being judged, the fear of saying no, the fear of doing things differently, the fear of failure. Right? Well, what if I try that workout plan and I don't lose the weight. You know, what if I go to the doctor and he tells me I have this disease? What if you don't go? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> what if you don't work out? What if you don't go to the doctor and do your annual exams, getting your pap smears, getting your breast exams done? What if you don't do those things? You know, it's painful. Yes, I hate the damn mammograms. I don't know anybody who <laughs> get the mammograms. I'll be like, no, I got to go get this mammogram <gasps> however terrible i'm pretty sure that breast cancer and chemo hurts a little bit more okay that's what that's about perspective absolutely so you were gonna add something else to the self-care piece she got her notes y'all she got she got listen. bullet points look she got the bullet points today i didn't even have to write them listen and i sit here and i wonder if um the fact that there are so many women who struggle with self-care, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so I have, I would say, a significant number of good platonic male friends, mm-hmm. right? And I listen to so many of the things that they say about kids and relationships and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And and men have things to say and have, you know, uh, uh, uh you know, there are issues with, you know, children and relationships mm-hmm. and all of that good stuff. And I wonder if the fact that so many 
women have an issue with taking care of themselves is at the root of why in their relationships they seem to be I'm just talking about what I hear from the guys y'all okay <laughs> give it to us straight because we need to know somebody to take care of us the guys no the women the women are looking for just looking for somebody to take care of them that's what the men say mm -hmm. like in a financial and I wonder aspect. if part of what's at the root of that issue is that they don't take enough care of themselves. Oh, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And so, yeah. you're trying to allocate that duty <laughs> to someone else. The same else. way we're using, right. Right. oh my God, Peapod is going to deliver the groceries. <laughs> the restaurant that I really want to have dinner from that I'm not going to get up and drive to, I can get Grubhub to go over there and get the food and bring it to me. Right. I know that restaurant doesn't deliver. Right. We have an app that will do everything, everything for you. Everything. Everything. Yeah. But you have to take care of you. Yeah, for sure. That's the one thing. Yeah. Can't get an app yeah. to do. Right. Right. But and when I'm so busy filling up every waking moment, mm -hmm. right, with things that I have to do, whether it's work. Um, whether it's a, a business, uh, taking care of the kids, mm -hmm. taking care of these people over here, answering um, this request and all of these things that people want me to do. Oh, my goodness. And God bless those of us that have a full-time job <laughs> and a full-time business. <laughs> and they might have another couple of side gigs because they got right. five different streams of income. Right? right? I think she's talking about me, y'all. Actually, I'm talking about me. Girl, we got to get this Listen, right. we got full-time jobs, we got full-time hustles, then yes. we got part-time side hustles. Yes. We got hustles on top of hustles hustles. hustles on top of hustles. Right? I left y'all in there when I left the job. I was like, I gotta give that up. Yeah. Listen, sometimes you gotta give it up. I can't do all right. that. All that sometimes you gotta get some stuff out. Right. So now in your personal life, the best thing that this other person that I'm trying to be in a relationship can do for me is take care of me. But now, why, now, now, here's the question, and we, 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 we're not necessarily we're talking about me. This no, one I can go. I'm just saying. Yeah, this is a whole conversation. So, 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 so we're going to bring that up yeah. when we talk about relationships. We're going to leave it at this because yeah. that, that right there was a teaser yeah. for the next one because yeah. we going on an hour. But now, here's the thing. Why do you think, Miss Lady, who not you, the, the, whoever, Miss <laughs> Lady, why do you think that a man is going to want to take care of you if you don't want to take, take care, care of yourself? You now. Girl. Girl. Huh? Right? <laughs> no, come on now. Let's be honest. Come on, baby. Let's be honest. It's the same question. Come on. Let's be honest. And then we putting it back on the brothers like, he ain't no good. He went cheat on me. He you, doing all these things. Because you're getting back what you put out there. So mm. you're not. It's that's all deep. it's all law of attraction. So yes. if you're not taking care of yourself, that's right. what you put out there. So you're going right. to get back a guy exactly who is not going to take care of you any better than and you are not going to respect you. Exactly. Because well, if you respect yourself, then you will take care of yourself. Exactly. You will have boundaries. Mm -hmm. What we talked about earlier, the saying, no, we didn't mention the word, mm -hmm. but we're talking about boundaries. And so if you don't set boundaries in your life, mm -hmm. period, whether it's at the job, whether it's with this man, whether it's with your family, if you don't set boundaries, that's on you. Exactly. So don't come back and blame everybody else because they're taking advantage of you. They're taking advantage of your time. He out there cheating. He doing this. That was doing that. But what are you mm -hmm. doing 
to attract that, exactly. facilitate it, and keep going with it in your life. Yeah. What are you doing? So at the end of this conversation, here's the thing, and you know me with the transparency. Here's the thing, no filter, ladies, self-care is what you make it. You know, you have to get to the point where, what we say, you sick of, sick of being tired, What what is it? You have to get to the point where you are literally sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mm-hmm. And now you take that next step. You take fear and you put fear by the, you put fear. Well, a lot of us are, are religious and we know, you know, and uh, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens mm-hmm. us. Whatever it is that you need to strengthen you to take that next step is what you need. If you need to call me. I got your coaching sessions. You need to call Dr. Tari. She's an educational psychologist, theater. She can help you with the entrepreneurship and taking that step. But at the end of the day, what are you going to do? What is the plan? Mm-hmm. Yes, and I was going to say, you have to have What's a plan. What's the plan? You got to write something down. You got to write it down. Make a commitment to yourself. Make it realistic. To do something different. Make it realistic. And then keep your promise you made to yourself. Exactly. Right. right. You're not going. You're not going to scale a mountain in in one no, day. No. Don't you know, do too much. Don't do too much. <laughs> don't do too much. And get an accountability partner. Like at the end of the day, you know, people. Well, what is the personal coach? What is it? This is a person who is going to hold you accountable. Because real talk, if you come to me and tell me you want to do A, B, C, X, Y, Z. I'm going to hold you accountable to that. I've been a manager for 25 years, so I'm used to holding people accountable saying, you didn't do your job. As a coach, I'm here to say to you, hey, last time we talked, because you know I write notes. You see me write notes. I write with my clients. Like, oh, she said she's going to be doing A, B, C, X, Y, Z. So when I talk to you next week, I'm going to remember, I'm going to remind you that you said you was going to do A, B, C, X, Y, Z. And hey, I'm not here to beat you up. I'm just giving you a gentle reminder. Just reminder. You know, because at the end of the day, we don't beat ourselves up about this stuff. You know, we learn from it. We make a different decision tomorrow. It's about making different decisions. But get an accountability partner. Even if you don't have a coach or you can't afford a coach, get an account. And this, we, we can already go. I'm going to say something that's going to take us in another podcast. But, okay. uh-uh. <sighs> Hold on. You know, sometimes I got to take the glasses off. Uh-uh. Here it comes. <laughs> oh, Lord, please get somebody else that's not miserable and, and y'all be miserable <laughs> together. Again, it's please, it's that attraction. Piece. Don't listen. <laughs> misery loves don't, company. Misery loves so company. Most be miserable. Together. Don't go get your most miserable girlfriend so, and make her the one that you want to. Yeah, no, don't do that. Don't hey, don't do that. Don't don't, do don't that. let that be the person. You need to get with somebody who is not afraid to be honest with you. Yes. Who is not afraid to say, hey, you said you was going to work out mm-hmm. this morning. What happened with that? You know, you need somebody who's going to to tug you a little bit. You know what they say, pull your shirt tail or whatever they say. Mm-hmm. You need somebody who's going to keep you on the right track. Because at the end of the day, you're not going to want to do it. Like right now, I'm working with Walter Lewis, Walter Lewis Fitness Solutions. And we did the podcast together with the mm-hmm. health and fitness in the beginning. I got on that scale to doctor's office. She said, you 199 with your clothes on. I said, huh? <laughs> with your clothes not, on? With your clothes on, you know, they give you two pounds for the clothes, right? <laughs> I said, honey, I said, how much? You said 199 with the clothes on and minus two pounds. That's 197. I have never been 197 in my life. For me, I can't do that. So as soon as I came home, I emailed Walter. I said, hey, I don't have a lot of money. I'm just getting back to work. What can you do to help me out? 
That was my first stop. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, I can't afford to right. get a car. Mm-hmm. I can't afford to get a personal trainer. I can't this. I can't that. I'm just, my mother was heavy. My, you know, my family may be heavy. I just, this is how it is. I'm 46. Mm-hmm. I'm menopausal. I'm going through this. I'm just going to be big. This is what my life is. <laughs> no. I said, I need to do something about this. I reached out to him. He said, I got something for you. We do the virtual coaching. He don't come see me. I don't come right. see him. We do it on the phone. He got the app. You know, I'm doing it. He's my accountability person. Right. I can afford the break that he's charging for that. You know, can you split it up for me in two payments? Yes, I can. Great. But that was me saying, here's the issue that I have. Here's what I'm going to do about it. Did I want to get up at six o'clock this morning and go get on that elliptical? Uh-uh. <laughs> Lord knows I was like, God, I don't want to go. Uh. But he going to ask me, hey, how you right, doing? Good morning. Hey, did you get on the lips call Friday? And of course I could lie, you know, but am I lying to him? Mm-hmm. Or, or am I cheating myself? Yeah, am I cheating myself? You know? So these are the things and we I know we said a lot. I hope y'all was taking notes. Because we 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 talked about a lot and we got some we got some other when you writing them down, we got some other topics for the <laughs> Woo! We got some other topics for the next one. But I hope that you guys are writing it down. We're going on an hour. You know, when we start talking, we always think it's gonna be 30 minutes. Uh, yeah, and no. then it ends up being an hour, but it's all good because Hopefully, we touched on some of the topics and the things that you guys really wanted to hear about and things that you want to talk about. You know, definitely, if you want to reach out to me, Dr. Tanya, Fida, through me, because we don't have information up there. <laughs> However, if there's anything that you heard us talk about here and you want to elaborate on, you want to get help with, definitely reach out to us. Um, you know, you on my page, Going to Sexy Sister on the Facebook. Dr. Tanya has... Oh, AskDrTanya.com is Ask the Dr. Tanya. You can email me, AskDrTanya at gmail.com. AskDrTanya at gmail.com. Okay. And uh, sister with an ah.com. You can go on there. Um, there's a contact form. You can schedule a coaching appointment. I have a free 30-minute session. I will chat with you for free for 30, 30 minutes. All right. For sure. So we can make sure that it's ready. <laughs> You're right, because when you come to me, it's, it's work time. We're going we gonna to make some things happen. But at the end of the day, I really appreciate you guys logging in. I see a couple of you guys on my live. Thank you so much for logging in. We're going to put this on YouTube and we're going to put it on the podcast. So let us know if you have any questions. Much love. Be blessed. Stay on the sexy. We'll speak soon. Okay, ladies, you have just reached the end of another episode of Grown and Sexy Sisters Talk. This was real conversation for real women about real life. I really hope you enjoyed our talk and I have a little homework for you. First, I want you to go to my website, www.grownandsexysister.com to sign up for my newsletter. On there, you can also read my blog, find valuable free resources, schedule a coaching session, or just check out some upcoming events. Second, I want you to subscribe to my podcast. You can do it on iTunes or Google Play. You don't want to miss out on one single episode, so that's going to be really important. And third, check me out on YouTube. You can type in Grown and Sexy Sister with an A-H in the search bar and make sure to subscribe there as well. I want you to be able to see the amazing video recordings of these podcasts there. So much love, be blessed, stay grown and sexy sisters, and we'll speak soon.